Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Me You Music Podcast. This marks our 19th episode. So, hey, congratulations to us. <laughs> now, uh, joining us this week, we've got Sam Mashin from Archeon, which is awesome. Um, great prog band kind of coming out from nowhere 2017. Uh, <laughs> bit of a crazy time for you guys to... Uh, had been starting Archeon, but you guys managed to do some really cool stuff. So uh, welcome to the show, Sam. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, yeah, it's cool to have you, man. Um, so starting out, you you guys came out with Balance, the EP, and that's kind of where I remembered you from. Um, back in the time, I've actually got you on Facebook, and I remember at that time seeing all your shares around Balance. It was really... Uh, interesting ep it was a lot prettier than cascadence your 2021 release yeah. <laughs> it was much more melodic grooves in there really pretty album still had some heavy moments but it's very very pretty uh and then you know 2021 you came out with cascadence that was just so much riffs so much more heavy <laughs> some beautiful uh vocal parts in there as well that one kind of hits heavier for sure hits harder um, the thing that I love so much about you guys is that you made the game. You made yeah. the game for Zenith 2, <laughs> Arcadia, and, and we actually spoke about this on an earlier podcast that you guys did that for your merch, which yeah. is just cool. so funny. Because if I remember, didn't you used to put the game on like Game Boy cartridges? So yeah, we sold it as a physical thing as well. We, we're going to keep doing it. Um, I wasn't able to get the carts recently, but I can get them again now. So we're going to do that for the next lot of shows. Um, yeah, they're like immensely popular. We thought we'd sell like one or two, but whenever we've we've sold out three times, which is crazy. <laughs> um, so pe people who've like never even listened to our band will just buy them because they think yeah. it's cool, um, which is awesome. Yeah. But um, like you'd you'd have to give me a lot of money to do um do a, a Game Boy Music OST again. That was the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Harder than any writing for the band, harder than like, literally like the most difficult, challenging thing. So like, there's this process of elimination for the whole, um, the the whole writing of that stuff of like getting the guitar tabs. If you think about like what seven string guitar, and then you've got two seven string guitars in the band, you've got six string bass, and that's already that many notes. A Game Boy can do three, <laughs> so it's yeah, it's just it's just mental. Um, so it's just like this process of elimination, just getting everything down to its most basic level, and still having like the vocal melody be in there. Um. So yeah, it was, that, was, that was like super, super hard. Um, but it was cool. It was really worth it. It was like being able to have the jukebox mode on there and have all the tracks to let to one player. But it's like we released the record like it, a few different ways because we did it. We did the, the normal, the, the record as, as like the standalone one with the vocals and like the, the, the way it's supposed to be listened to, I suppose. And then um, we did the instrumental version and then we did a Sega Mega Drive remix version of the whole thing, and we released it on the Game Boy Cards. So we really, really like kind of released that album four times. It's quite cool. But yeah, the games are, are sick. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting some of those more of those in the inventory because um, it, it's like a, a really cool thing to be able to do at shows is set up a games console at the merch stand, and we, we have to tell people like go and watch the other band. <laughs> it's pretty cool. No man, it's a big sell point because you're not going to see many people do that. It's it's so unique no. for you guys. Uh, yeah, especially these really, days, you know, being a small, being a small band, you need to have that thing which sets you out, sets you apart, and having your own game is definitely one of them. How did how how did you yeah. actually create the game? Who created the game? So, so 
we I put it into IBM's head because I found a like it's a it's an engine uh, called what's it called Game Boy Studio I think something like that and I was just like oh you, you you could make a game you could put us in a game with this thing this is quite cool and like he just jumped on the idea he had loads of time during the pandemic so he just started doing it like I didn't say like oh you should definitely do this we need to do this and plan it as like a merch thing he just started doing it um and that he he was working on it all the time like when we were filming our music video he was working on it and just like perfecting little things I think it's basically the same engine as like Pokemon like that game is mm. the same kind of assignable elements and stuff like that but that, that they would have used but put down into a like an interface that's a, a bit easier to use i think um but when i found out that you could you could actually have music from it and you could you, there was no easy way to do like a midi conversion or anything like that it was very much i had to use tracker software which is like ancient um it's the sort of thing that it, it's incredibly difficult to get your head around but um yeah it was it just kind of happened which is cool we did we didn't really force it it didn't feel really forced at all it was just like okay cool we can make a game that'd be cool that'd be like a cool thing to work on and he just did it he just like from from using that editor just made the game in that um and then i figured out a way to um, burn onto carts um the game as well as do the music as well and have the music integrated as part of the file just kind of firing questions about sort of like is this working get him to test it see if there's any bugs or problems with the music because it's code it's not just normal mm. audio files. You're 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 uh, triggering the uh, the sound chip inside a Game Boy. So um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it just kind of happened. It was just like a cool idea that we thought was would would be interesting, and it just kind of yeah, just uh, materialized into this really cool thing. I don't own one. I'm just, <laughs> I was going to ask. Can I nice actually have like, my, my own copy of it? I probably we did it. But you can actually um, uh... see through purple. Mm. Like for any of the listeners as well, you can play it on your browser you guys have it set yeah. up on a website archeon.itch.io uh it's called arcadia by archeon uh the little description travel through puzzling levels as members of progressive metal band archeon find their source of power defeat an evil foe and ultimately gain access to that personal paradise <laughs> it's beautiful it does look like yeah, a fun right. little game i i, I only it's, found out that it's, okay. it's actually a browser game the other day because I thought that yeah. you had to have it on Game Boy, um, so I've, I've yeah, got to have a go. It. It, it just yeah. looks hilarious. It if looks you get hilarious. stuck, watch the video because the video is just a speed run of the game. That's like another clever thing we tied in. We released the video as like just a fast playthrough um, of the game. So if people are like, "Oh, I can't get past the second level," because no, uh, like people get really stuck on it. He made the puzzles like perfectly <laughs> hard because it's a really small game. Um, so yeah, just watch watch the video and you'll um, you'll. you'll that's like the, the solution to all the puzzles in the game is is in the video so guess it's <laughs> yeah, that's zenith 2 arcadia yeah, that's the one that's so funny yeah like do you have any other crazy merch for you guys or is that the, the one for you we had a 3d t-shirt that was quite cool um so you could wear 3d glasses and it would be like the old school red and blue 3d <laughs> And that was cool. Um, we haven't made anything like that since. We, there was a crazy thing that happened with those because um, they came to us and they were printed wrong. This is like the day before it was supposed to play at Tech Fest when we have those T-shirts kind of come out. And um, they yeah. like Reese had he's he's quite really good on a technical level, just about anything. And he was like, oh, they've just done the colours around the wrong way. Like he figured out like, oh, they just put they pressed the colours like was, I think it was like two colours and they did it the, the wrong way round, so it just didn't work. And um, so we got in touch with them and, and they let us keep the old ones, which is really safe and just delivered to the festival site, all the new ones in the space of a day and got it right. And it worked. So that was really lucky. 
and we, because we didn't know if it was going to work we were like well, it's definitely not right this doesn't look right at all Ivan's like panicking because he did the design for it and then they, they delivered them to the festival site and we're like yes cool they work and they went down really well we sold out on those really quick was, yeah, that was probably the other cool merch we've done. i want to do another 3d t-shirt with um jeff goldblum from Jurassic park <laughs> on it oh uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 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 go back to the old Car- carlton days <laughs> yeah yeah yes yeah, so yeah i remember that yeah cool was that yeah next it was <laughs> you know you know with um <laughs> you know with archeon you've got a logo kind of like a symbol the the diamond yeah yeah with, like whenever you yeah whenever you play a show or whatever it's it's always there just above your name just above archeon i think that's a really cool unique way of also just setting yourself up on like posters and just ways to advertise yourself yeah. so you, you kind of recognize the band through the symbol whereas yeah, you know if yeah. i if i was going to go see like i've got the death metal gig coming up on saturday i can't really okay. i don't know who the fuck half the people are <laughs> it's so hard I'm to really read death metal names like we, we all love them but like it's so hard to actually know who the fuck you're seeing when you can't read the names. It's just how it is. But <laughs> so if, if they had a little a symbol or something, at least I could be like, oh yeah, it's it's them. I don't have to read them. it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. so yeah, at least with Archeon, it's... it sets you apart. It's like really marketable because we, I, I wanted to have a name. There's like a trend with reading bands where you make a name up like out of two different words that doesn't really mean anything. It's like biography. Terakai, silosis they don't mean nothing and they're just made up words but there's no other there's it's not associated associated to another word or another or a film or a saying like when we had clockwork it was really difficult because there's you type in clockwork into google and you just get loads of images of clocks and you get loads of clockwork orange stuff and you get loads of different stuff it's really difficult to market that, that as a brand name so i was like right we need to think of a name that's like two words combined that doesn't really mean anything so you can kind of interpret it like to be whatever you want it to be which is kind of cool but it's also cool because we can type the logo you can do um you can actually type that logo as a, a an a in the middle and then the um the pointy brackets either side to kind of figure that out and it's like oh you can actually make it on a on a on a if, if you type it in and that that's quite cool because we can put that in posts and stuff and I, it's one of the things i've not really seen before that you don't get people who are able to actually just type their logo into a box and it's just like oh it's that band so it's quite cool. I've always thought that's kind of yeah, like cool. a bit kind of gimmicky, but it's it, it's it's nice to have that stuff and be able to say like, oh yeah, it's a way of sort of marketing mm. ourselves. Mm. Yeah, because even like big names and stuff, you don't tend to see them have an emblem representing yeah. them. It's always just a Was name. So it, it, it's another way to say it's M. That Majesty M Dream Theater I always really mm. liked. It was it's like because they were called Majesty, and then they renamed themselves dream theater but they still carry on using that majesty symbol throughout their career and that's like you know yeah. them sort of thing that's one of the reasons oh, i yeah. think we wanted to do some of that so try and be like dream theater. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh yeah i actually see it here i've got to hear like m kind of on a spacey background oh yeah yeah man yeah it's like yeah the majesty symbol loads of people have got it tattooed and stuff someone's got our logo tattooed which is uh, that is wild yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you're also part of the arusha accord tell us what's happening yep. with these guys right now tell us how far you are with them so we've been writing for ages and there's just been sort of like personal um 
life stuff i think just i wouldn't say holding it back because it's like a really kind of like casual project for everybody we kind of just do it occasionally and like we meet up every so often it's very sort of it's slow but for a good reason i think um luke's really particular when it comes to writing and like composing he's he does music in a way i've never seen anyone do it before he's like super meticulous just about every tiny little thing every detail he's just like super keyed in on so that takes a while and then um yeah just people doing stuff everyone's sort of like starting families and stuff like that there and so um they're kind of just taking it really nice and slow and easy and um, there's a lot of music written there's a ton of music written for that that project that's kind of it's just kind of sat there which is is a shame but it's um it's been worked on so there is some progress on it which is cool but there isn't any sort of like news or any sort of soon attached mm -hmm. to that band but it's there okay. which is cool um and it's it's yeah. been a lot of fun to work on it's this really good music and it's the sort you know they're a band that i liked when they were first around and really looked up to so to be kind of approached and asked about um, doing the guitar for them when Tom left to do Sony. Um, he, he just immediately said, if you're going to get anyone, get me, which I was really grateful for because they're, you know, that's big shoes to fill because he's great. And they're, they're just really talented, like strangely talented dudes. There's, there's you know, Clayton doesn't even practice guitar. He's just <laughs> play it. Silent assassin. Yeah, yeah, man. Now nah, he's the sort of board guy, like most of the time. He was like a little accountant bloke that goes around and, and helps people with their money and stuff and then picks up a guitar and he's just a complete <laughs> demon. He's a beast. He's like, got the craziest picking hands. Like, he's got, like, akin to John Brown, like that kind of, like, just crazy attack yeah. when he plays. And yeah, man, they're, um, they're, they're all really awesome dudes and good musicians. I, I don't get to see them as much as I like, because um, everyone's, like, super busy doing stuff. Um, but I get, like, drip fed occasionally through, through people and see what they're doing. And like, I teach, um, uh, Mark's wife guitar, which is quite cool. So I get to see like, oh, how's Mark doing and stuff? And then what's, what's going down? Like, is there any places to get in a drum studio set up? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So it's there. It's uh, it's it's just like running very quietly in the background. There's there's a big mass of demos on my computer that are occasionally showing the odd person at Tech Fest that people are very <laughs> excited about. I'm just kind of blaring through some speakers, and there there's a lot of really cool, interesting stuff going on. That there isn't a band like them, I don't think. This, especially with this new stuff that they've um that we've been working on it's very uh it's the yeah, yeah, i've just never heard any music like it there's been a couple of moments where i'm just like this is one of the best things i've ever heard it's really fun to be part of that i feel quite honored to have have even just played a small part in um being mm -hmm. part of that band so, yeah yeah that's great man yeah that I, I remember listening to some of the old arusha record years ago and they've stuck in my head since like it's, it's not someone you can easily forget is it but it's quite memorable music um, it's very different so unique. Um, then i think yeah yeah it's like kind of you could hear the influences a bit like obviously it's like the whole architects thing um i think they, they were always kind of competing to be the techiest band at the time um but yeah it, it the way it's gone now is like totally it's like it's not a totally different band there's, there's bits still there and that it'll be cool because it's like we'll do a old Arusha style section was kind of what we'll refer it to or like a classic Arusha section which would be I think from um, sort of like the first thing that they ever released like the uh, Nightmares of the Ocean EP there's like stuff like that kind of littered in there and a couple of bits that sound like Echo Verses in there but for the most part it's very uh, very cool very very different sounding like yeah like I said no one writes music like Luke does I've never seen anyone just kind of come up with stuff the way he does I don't think he sees it or listens to it like like a band he's just kind of doing the notes on the page and just kind of going with it and you know, writing top lines and stuff a lot more like a composer I would say than sort of just a average band mate writing <laughs> <and stuff, right? laughs> 
but he still uses guitar for it to write, which is cool. Mm, um, yeah. And it, it all, always translates really well. I found sometimes if you use guitar for it to write, it can be quite static. But um, yeah, he manages to just get it to like um, swell and crescendo in this really awesome way. There's just this, yes, yeah, this whole flow of um, how, how he does it. That it, it, it always sounds good. I've never noticed a bit sound like particularly static because he spends so much time on mm. the movements and stuff and how everything kind of joins together. And it's like very meticulous about the way he writes. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. Mm. Yeah, it's just, uh, I, I, I wish uh, I had more to say about sort of plans and stuff like that. But yeah, for the time being, it's, it is what it is. Go ahead. Talking about writing, um, what's your kind of approach when you're creating the guitar parts for Archeon? Like, well, how how do you in, like interpret the ideas? Cool, that's a good question. Um, I'll just i'll be noodling and i'll come up with something uh, if like it's a particular moment i've you train yourself i think as a, like a guitar player to notice those little bits where you realize oh this is really good i'm going to use that like it's almost like kind of like it always happens when you don't want to write when you're just kind of taking it easy and chilling with it as opposed to making an effort to write i think um, and there'll be just like a part that sticks out and I'll be like oh that's great that's mm. that's the song and then just write write the song around that idea basically and just kind of go for it um, I think Pliny said something really interesting about like relaying architecture to music where it's like if you get a, a really nice kind of looking restaurant um, with all red chairs and you stick a green chair in there it's going to stick out it's not quite right so I always kind of use that base idea that first idea to be sort of like my my plan if you will of, of designing this this say like a song with like a building with its interior bits and its decorations and kind of go go on that thing and just kind of take all the sort of ideas that I can from that one single idea and just kind of work them and weave them around that. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes I'll just sit down and just, it will just happen, which is nice. That's, <laughs> that's awesome when it happens. So you just sit down and you just do a whole song in a day or whatever. And you're like, Oh, okay. That just happened. And sometimes it will take a bit longer. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a real mixed bag when it comes to writing, I think. Um, occasionally I'll be like super inspired I normally have little blocks I go between two different modes so I've got this mode where I write constantly and just constantly want to do music and band stuff and then I'll have a block where I just want to play video games <laughs> so it's kind of like and I can't choose yeah. when that is I can't like just say like oh, I'm gonna have like a video game week this week it's always just like oh, man, I really don't want to write anything I'm just not feeling it right now it just mm-hmm. it comes and goes and at the moment I'm kind of in between the two it's a weird one um but um yeah when it, when it happened to happen so we pretty much I, I don't want to say anything too soon but like i've written another album as well just for pre-archeon stuff in the space of like the start of the, at the end of last year over christmas had a really good balance of like just like doing a bit of gaming and writing at the same time which was really lovely and then uh had like a little bit break from writing and then like absolutely smashed loads and loads of songs and ended up writing sort of enough for the next release is basically sorted and Reese is kind of tagging on with writing some of his tunes it's normally a case of i'll write a song and he'll write a song so it's like separate occasionally we'll meet up if we we want like a little bit of help with some of the ideas um from each other it's more or less just sitting there and saying yes yes and no really when when we meet up just like yeah that's cool it's it's nice to have that person with you um and then we kind of like form some ideas so Mm. occasionally it'll be me and him but most of the time it's like we're we're writing sort of separately like a couple of the songs on cascade and um with just him 
and did a couple with just me. I think there was one where we wrote over Skype and one where we wrote in person as well. But yeah, most of the time it's just our own thing. Like you, you can tell Reese's on, I think, they're normally a bit more uh, heavy and, and chuggy and sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not ignorant, but it just has a bit of an edge to it or something. It's a bit more groovy. It's a bit more, yeah, yeah, like a bit more rhythm guitar or orientated than words with me. I'm sort of more about like trying to. Yeah. it's good to have a mutual respect between the two of you though stuff. like you know just to be able to you know say yeah, yeses between yeah. you i've never thrown anything away of his so i'll always say like that's good and we could use this for something if it's not quite right if it doesn't sit on the cd or something mm. of the album um that we will always like agree on what's maybe a little bit too cutesy and out there if it's supposed to be yeah. a heavy track or something he does have a habit of like going from like the heaviest possible thing to like the cutesiest thing, which can work sometimes, I think. But yeah, so yeah, it's just pretty much um, yeah, it's just, the ideas come from um, yeah, just normally just the guitar riff. That's that's for me the thing. Or like just an idea that I've got going around in my head or something like that, and it will happen. Sort of, I will never plan it. It's always by by mere sort of like stroke of just like oh, there's a light bulb <laughs> moment. Let's go. Um, so Chance yeah. encounters. <laughs> That's cool. That's it, man. Yeah. You've done well with your chance <laughs> encounters. You've uh, quite Cheers. a few good yeah, ones. Yeah, I'll keep. So. I'll keep yeah. Keep looking for them. I think. It's just yeah. Just uh, <laughs> that, that's the idea, though. Is it's only really going to happen if you keep kind of trying and doing your best with it. Like I try and play as much guitar as I can. Um, I'm lucky enough to work somewhere where I sell guitars as well. So it just means if I wolf my lunch down. I get enough time to play and there's like i've definitely come up with riffs at work a few times where i'm just like yeah cool i'm gonna record that on my phone and got to go around in my head the whole day and there without being able to use the computer so i'm just like thinking of stuff by the time i get back i'm like yeah cool i think i've got this mm-hmm. which is cool um but yeah just but noodling's good like there, there's nothing wrong with noodling away with time a lot of people say like oh it's not it's not practice it's you know you're not actually doing anything you're just going around in circles but like i find that just jamming a lot like jamming to myself and just trying to come up with stuff is uh it's just as good as practicing and working on your technique and your mm-hmm. theory and stuff. I think, yeah, just have, have that time to actually just just go into a creative flow state. Sometimes without even realizing it, but yeah, just 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 to jam, have some, have some fun on your own using your own being creative. I think that's that plays a big part of me sort of coming up with ideas and putting music mm. onto or into a session and actually having it as a thing. I think finding that point of this is done is really hard. Sometimes I've learned to be a little bit more sort of like not spend mm. forever on it sort of thing just like once once it's done to a certain point just be happy with it and really cool yeah i'm not going to tweak on it anymore it's it's, it's, it's hard to find yeah. point, i think sometimes to say this is done this is a finished thing sort of thing i'm not changing the structure or adding anything else to it and sometimes you wish you changed it but it's just not the way it is it's just it's just how it's going to be it's, it's that point in time it's been captured mm. that's what it means sort of thing so big yeah. fan of that big fan of that <laughs> that's cool yeah, I have a dangerous obsession with noodling on instruments. That is uh, Sweet. my guilty pleasure right there. I get so carried away just improvising noise for so long. And then I'm like, oh, should I actually sit down and focus on something or just continue noodling away? But Even just having, noodling away is by far more fun. It's more fun to just noodle. Yeah. That's for sure. Even just having your phone um, on and recording that is sometimes good because you can watch it back and be like, oh, you know what? That's I'm going to work on that. Mm. Like that's how I do it most of the time. I'll just kind of like record what I'm doing, regardless of whether I think I'm going to use it or not. It's just remembering to press that button and record a video or a sound clip or something off you jamming, and then eventually 
you'll stumble upon it and be mm-hmm. like, why didn't I use that? I'm going to use that. I'm going to work on that. That's a great idea. Or at the time, you didn't think it was good, and then you listen back to it and you think, yeah, you know what? That's mm-hmm. that's that's decent. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's happened a few times. But yeah. So you guys, I believe it's coming soon. Maybe even this Saturday. You're playing live with its existing model, right? Uh, we are. Yeah, that's after not, the tech fest. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. So you've got a, quite a few shows coming up. Then you you are you playing tech fest this year? We are. We are indeed. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So yeah, you got, got a little two, like. Really nice. You don't have a, a full tour going, do you? You just got a little. A few we've shows got here stuff and there going on. Yeah, it's dotted around. We, we've got we've got bits here and there coming up. Some stuff's being planned for the end of this year, and then we've got something. I can't really confirm anything about it, as you know what it's like. <laughs> no, it's fine. Say stuff like this, but um, there's some some <laughs> something that we're working on for next year that's going to hopefully be sort of like a bit of a step up to the stuff we've done before, which is pretty cool. But it's um, nothing is finalised, and uh, as usual, my expectations are super low. So I like to keep it that way, so I'm not disappointed yeah. when it doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it will. Always good to go that way. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah, man. It's a, it's a weird thing about being yeah. like a musician and an artist and stuff is that you you do have to set your bar mm. of expectations super low and not get your hopes up on stuff. I've had like my hopes up on things before, and um, it's not worked out and been like really defeated by it. But um, as I've done it more and more, I'm always like it's terrible i'll just be like this show's gonna suck when we when we get there there's gonna be no one there we're not gonna get paid it's gonna it's gonna suck i always say that for every show it's gonna be rubbish and then when it's good it's just like the nicest surprise you just go in with like minimal <laughs> expectations but 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 mm. don't sulk about the minimal expectations just be like yeah it's yeah. probably gonna go terribly and everyone's gonna everyone's gonna hate us when we have like two people there and we're selling the thing and we'll break down you know you just gotta expect Expect the worst, and then we'll yeah, yeah, and just be happy with the good. Yeah. If you were to like, if you were to set the expectation somewhat realistic, but somewhat like optimistic, as to where you want the direction of the band to be heading now, where would you be setting it? You've already got Cascadence, you've got Balance out from twenty eighteen, which was just an EP, but it was still pretty you know it was a great kickoff for an ep I, i'd say it actually it, it looked like it did quite well for an ep it got a name for yourselves yeah. in in the business uh you've got a game which is some sick little merch thing that you got going for yourself like where where do you where would you like to project the band going forward i think it's, it's an interesting one because at the moment I've, I've had to sort of think about this and uh, put things into perspective a little bit um, that I don't think at the moment and maybe not for the next few years that we could ever be a sort of like, like a professionally touring band, like the amount of work that goes into and time that goes into being sort of like a professionally touring band when you're, you're playing five, six months out of the year, if you want to actually do a pro. And um, that is an option for some people um, in our camp because we've got like people with kids and stuff like that. So unless mm-hmm. until we're a bit older, I don't think actually doing anything sort of like trying to do anything on a professional level is um, is viable. And I'm kind of okay with that because it's it's a good place to be when you kind of just you're, you're expecting to just carry on working and carry on having fun with it. There's no um, like a crazy overhead or anything we're, we're still branching out and we still want to do sort of like longer stretches of dates and stuff but just consolidate them um but mm. yeah I, I'm, I'm not sort of too 
I never think too much about like, oh yeah, what what do we need to do to be this big, massive, great band? Like, I just want to just keep doing it and have fun doing it. I think that's that's the main main thing, just to get our music in people's ears and have people enjoy it. I think is enough. And if that, I still think we can, um, and and not sort of be on a sort of like a pro touring level, but just take opportunities where we can. And um, I think we're gonna try and do the move where we're not playing in the same places too much. We're going to try and consolidate things into sort of longer stretches in the middle of the year as opposed to do like lots of dotted mm. weekend warrior kind of things where we're playing you know london three times within the space of a few months you know people will always just think i'll just see you in the next one but when you're only playing london once a year and you know no one's seen you in ages that's when you're going to get the bigger turnouts when people are going to, well, hopefully going to come to the show and um and appreciate seeing it. I don't know if we're on that kind of level yet where it's there's an anticipation when we play. We get a fair, fair few people down in London, which is really nice. It's been really nice every time we played there. It started to become quite like I, I always, I said, go back to my expectations things, probably goes against it a bit, but like it's mm. always pretty good when we play in London. There's always like a, a nice amount of people coming down to the shows and stuff. And it feels like we're putting on, you know, a, a, a decent show each time as well. And the people are excited about it and people are enjoying it. So that's good. But yeah. Yeah, so the interesting one thinking about like future and stuff. I think just keep making music, really. Keep uh, doing what we're doing and see where it takes us. If we get any big opportunities, we'll, we'll try and do them to the best of our ability, given the circumstances for some people being a bit tied down by careers and having families and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just make the best of the time that we have and uh, keep making cool shit. I think <laughs> it's on the agenda for this band. It's a good agenda. <laughs> nice. I feel like it. It is. It is a good one. I feel like uh, it'd be a good moment to uh, play one of uh, Archeon's tracks. Um, so we're going to listen to Replicant off Cascadence, fourth track in. Uh, let's have a little playthrough of it. Oh, oh, oh. I forgot one. Share it. <laughs> I gotta share it. Decide it without you. Oh, 
glitch effects that you've got going through it <laughs> like the whole track and it's, it's got that kind of like uh you you put an effect on some of the riffs where it's kind of like it sounds like you're listening <laughs> for a game boy you know just like fucking yeah it's hilarious um but <laughs> That's cool. it, it's funny as fuck man it's so funny because i listened to this album like a week ago maybe two weeks ago and it was a whole different arc into what i remember with mm. balance and it was yeah, it yes, just it was it was so unexpected, man. You guys just went so much heavier than balance. Completely changed your vibe. It's sick. I, I love I love the new style. I'm kind of like wondering where where's the direction with this new material going to be going? Uh, are you gonna is it is it similar to Cascadence or is it more on a new level from there? So we've got like bunch of there's sort of like three tracks that we're going to put out it's kind of revealing some information here but that's okay um as there's like we're going to put singles out we do the singles thing uh, it's just nice easy oh, way yeah. to have like pockets of music coming out uh, before we release a no the next full length which we've kind of already finished as well and then so the three ones are like a mixed bag there's like one that's really heavy there's one that's like a little bit more techy and there's one that's really melodic and it's like um it's just so we're covering all the bases sort of thing the one after that is fucking super ridiculous heavy and fast and nuts. 
so that's gives you an idea so it's gone from sort of being like quite pretty and uh, a little bit more sort of catchy and jingly and stuff and then cascades it's a kind of a mix there's a couple of there's actually the, the cleanest softest like most of the track that we've ever done on that cd just kind of nestled in there it's like a it's a bit like a uh b-roll kind of thing it's, it's it's there and then yeah the next spree is like you, you can everyone will think will we'll have sort of like a favorite style out of the three that we do some people might like the heavy one some people might like the, the techie one some people might like the more melodic kind of pretty sounding one um but yeah the one the, the stuff after that is all just like the most nuts heavy fast crazy that we've that we've done it's all like lots of blast beats and there's a lot of blackened kind of uh, elements going on a lot of death metal stuff uh, and and there's, there's some nice melodic stuff on it too but it's uh yeah it's just super, super <laughs> cold and I mean, so- crazy which is uh it's gonna be nice it's to hear. Really yeah, everyone likes that direction a lot. Yeah, mm. um, no, it's been really fun to work on. It's just been quite effortless as well. Mm. Trying to suck myself off too much. It was just like I just did it. I just did it, and Reese came came through with a demo where I was just like, "That's the opener. Like you just nailed the yeah. opening song on the thing. That's the opener for the next record and stuff." And yeah, a couple were like demos we'd had floating around since like before Cascade. It's just like a tune that I wrote ages ago that kind of resurfaced. That's going to be on it. So we've tried to gone back through old material and had a look and listen what would work. So yeah, it's um, it's, yeah, it's just gonna be like yeah, super, nice. super heavies. Mm. Yeah, we'll probably go back to the thing after that. Well, yeah, do, do you want me to have a quick playthrough of Endeavor, just the uh, intro, so that people can get the, uh, oh, the, the contradiction? <laughs> yeah, it's so totally different. Yeah, go on then. Let's have a quick play. Just yeah, the intro right, bit, yeah. so people can really hear the distinction from where you started off <laughs> with your first track and your first EP to where you headed up. It's great. So it's, it's just that textures vibe that, hey, look, we got like the new Pliny coming here. Here's uh, that kind of that kind of crowd. We got textures, Pliny, Zacob. And yeah, then you just come out of nowhere with Cascadence and just completely just, whoop, we're flipping this over, actually. We decided we're going to be heavier. We're, we're a different bet now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a real cool change, man. So there's I'm looking forward to seeing a new release. Nice one, man. Yeah, there's, there's like a bunch of stuff that I've done where it's like I wanted to do two EPs at one point and then mm. we kind of weren't 
we hadn't decided what we were going to kind of go for and it was like a bit mixed and I, I wanted to do like a dual EP thing where like one of them's like the light side one of them's like the dark side there's always for some reason this like there's always a contrast like a mirror or a split and we do I don't know why it might be something to do with a, a Libra something mm. like that like balance in two sides I don't know but there's always like a yin, a yin yang basically where you've got like the dark side of it and then the happier sort of like slightly brighter side so there's a bit of that on class cadence as well the songs actually do generally get a bit more positive and happy towards the end and it's the same with uh that band's a bit different it's, it starts quite sweet and stuff but it's going back to what i was saying about the writing stuff i've got stuff where i was writing like prog tunes but wanted to have like lo-fi hip-hop as well like in 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 inside of it like have it sort of like you get those nice beats to study to that sort of thing um but just have yeah have that with the kind of metal that we make and make it like super super chill and super like kind of i guess happy and 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 bright and colorful and stuff as opposed to being like dark um but then there's a really wax stuff happened in my life and i was like i've just got to get this the emotion out of um just the, the heaviest, the nastiest, dirtiest thing. So I was just said to the band, I was just like, right, the next, the next album we're writing, this is going to be horrendous. It's just going to be this beast, demonic sound before we can do any pretty sweet stuff again. Um, so yeah, hopefully um, by the time we put that out, um, something really positive will have happened or something like that. And we can write some really uh, sweet sounding hip hoppy stuff that's got all these kind of like chibi elements and like anime kind of styles going on um but yeah it's, that's there's a couple of demos done for that as well it's just it's like a big collection of work that we've got kind of just sitting about i don't like wasting stuff but i do like kind of sitting on things for a while and thinking oh maybe it's not the right time to put this out with how what we're doing with the band and i think yeah, everyone's bang on wanting to do some really heavy stuff because it's just it, it it works well for live like if you've got like heavy riffs and stuff it's just gonna get people moving get people enjoying heavy stuff i think people come to a metal concert that most of the time they want to, to have their head blown off by how, <laughs> how heavy something is it seems to be that way people like breakdowns people like sort of heavy stuff that you can move to people like the kind of riffs yeah. the face you know stink face that sort of thing Aww. so <laughs> um so yeah i did there's a there's a ton of stuff there and i think there's, there's like a, a million one directions we could take at any given time because we've got material for it but the yeah the vibey weird hip-hop stuff i've got like there's a couple of bits of it like on youtube like hidden away in on like a youtube account where i put it out just release the demos um and that's so that's quite cool and that it's just kind of hiding i think one day that will materialize into being actual songs there's definitely a couple of the tracks that i remember the rest of the band saying oh we should definitely use that um so yeah yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, a really, really chill, happy, kind of uh, bright sounding record is is not uh, not off the cards entirely because it's it's there. So yeah. Hmm. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah, good for you guys. You've um, you've really like got a little such a wide collection with such a few releases. You know, that's that's the cool part is that it's so varied. It's super progressive and yet you've got such a small selection yet it's still new you're still in the creating process you know you're still creating your catalog so it's it's a real enjoyable listen uh to listen to through to both albums anyone listening to this podcast you'll find the links to the albums you should definitely check them out archeon are great band um and yeah, like since you're already playing live as well, if anyone is in that area, you should be going over oh, yeah. to check them out. Uh, I'm sure it's <laughs> not much to go see you live, <laughs> and no, it's definitely no. going to be a good night out. Yeah, 
It's always good. Yeah, plus you're playing with Exist and Wardle. They're always good to see. They're always great live. Yeah, man, the boys. Yeah, man, they're sick. They're a great band, man. Everyone in that band we're really tight with as well. Good, good, good mates of ours. We don't play with them enough. It's a shame, but um, yeah, they're they're, they're sick. They're awesome. They're Anima Tempo. Oh, well wild. <laughs> are, um, bloody good. Yeah, man. They're really cool. So. Mm. Um, yeah, Tech Fest as well. That's that's yeah. definitely one place to come yeah. see us. It's going to be the last one, which is mental. But wait, it's still cool what do you mean? We get to do it. Is this tech the last Tech Fest? The, the yeah. last one in its current yeah. thing. Yeah, that's what's been said on their thing. Yeah. What? I did, I did yeah, not see this. Uh, there we go. What do you mean in its current thing? What are you on about? So I think they're going to probably do all days and stuff like that, but the whole yeah. camping big festival thing is the last one. It's the last one. Crazy. It's kind of sad. No way. Yeah, man. How come? You heard it here first. That's cool. Um, Far I guess, out. Yes, I yeah. just, just uh, wanted to do some other stuff, uh, work on music, I think, and yeah, just wants to um, give doing that stuff for a rest because he's done it for like, been planning it for 12 years straight and doing it, so I think he just wants a bit of a... Uh, Bit of a breather. Yeah, probably a long one. Yeah, this year you've got a a sick lineup headlining. Suffocation, yes, Chelsea amazing. Grin, Born of a Series, Born of a Series. You got a boarded Loathe, Oceans Alaska. Yeah, just <laughs> it's name suffocation. off the name. This <laughs> is unreal. Suffocation. suffocation. <laughs> what? I can't wait for that. Oh yeah, Swan Amongst, Cage Fight, fucking, you got so many people, man. It, yeah, that is right. going to be an amazing. Uh, there it's we go. Oh, well. they didn't put your little logo <laughs> on it. They didn't put your logo on. That's okay. We'll be alright. Maybe oh, just, just take we're, we're gonna have to talk to stick. Simon, mate. We're gonna have to talk to Simon. <laughs> but, oh, wait, we need we need our little logo here. People aren't gonna recognise us. Oh, yeah, and I noticed, actually, yeah, Four Lawns playing as well, and they're quite high up, so that's so good for them yeah, to actually get uh, yeah, some saying, recognition. I've been, I've been in bands with two of the members of their band. <laughs> it's jokes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that, that one. Yeah, I was with so, was in Curtin, he was in Clockwork with me, and I was in doing a little band with Megan at one point, which is cool. Yeah, we had Ethan on the show, because Ethan used to be part of Me, You as well, so... It's cool seeing his progression, see how he, he's pushed into this band, and yeah, they're, they're doing wonders, they're wonderful bands as well. Yeah, they're great, man. Yeah, well, I hope all the best for you with uh, playing the last Tech Fest, you know, you got to fucking knock that one out, exactly. make it epic. Yeah, it's going to give Um Yeah, good luck with uh, the new releases, I look forward to seeing them. Uh, as for now, I feel like that's a good point. So, thanks for joining us on the show this week, Sam. Thanks for having me, man. It's been great. Like chatting to you. Yeah, well, you guys have a love. You guys have a lovely night, and to anyone listening, um, all links will be in the description, and you'll be able to. Uh, you'll be able to find the game. I'll I'll put the link to the Archeon game <laughs> as well. So anyone that's interested can have a real entertaining evening, <laughs> having a little puzzle game while listening to the music. So, all the best to you guys. Have a good one. Oh, hey, man. Take care, everyone. <laughs> nice one. Oh.